Do you like tacos? Let's talk about politics. Let's talk about things that really matter in America. You're listening to the Nacho Show podcast. All right. Well, thank you so much today. Welcome to the Nacho Show. Uh, this is Ignacio Valdez uh, bringing uh, to you the best uh, podcast uh, for politics, uh, Hispanics and Latinos. Um, well, uh, your, uh, my name is Ignacio Valdez here. And this uh, show is uh, brought to you by Ravens Media and also Solidify Web, uh, sponsored by this uh, fantastic website. Uh, company um, let's build a website for you today so today uh, it's going to be such a fantastic show for all of you and uh, we have a, a special guest today uh, her name is Tina Horloker I, I really hope that I uh, pronounced the, <laughs> the last name right yeah. Good, good. Tina Horloker. Um, and uh, she is um, a, a, a person that I trust so much as far as information uh, about the, the Republican Party and other situations that are currently going on uh, in, the in the political uh, realm. Um, and uh, it is an honor and a pleasure to uh, have you here today with us, Tina. Thank you. You're so kind, Ignacio. I'm, I'm pleased to be here. Oh, come on. Call me Nacho. It's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. I'll call you Nacho. <laughs> All right. There you go. I love that. Well, you know what? Um, Nacho is basically the uh, uh, the nickname for Ignacio. Oh. Kind of like, you know, what, what uh, Bob is for Robert. Okay. You know, so it, it, it's the same thing. So it, don't worry. I got it. It's, it's not racist. Uh, it is. Uh, I don't play that that card. So <laughs> <laughs> no heavens, no. I don't. I don't buy into those kind of things. Yeah, well, no, serious. You know, people have uh, actually told me, hey, don't call him Nacho. That's racist. I'm like, what are you talking about? That's my actual nickname. So I, I go by that, you know. Oh, and, and one thing is that friends and family call me Nacho. So so if, if you call me Nacho, you're either a friend or family okay. or both. So <laughs> you're Nacho to me then. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. So it's a fantastic pleasure. Uh, so many things going on right now in, in our country. Um, uh, me as an immigrant, um, I ran away from uh, so many things um, um, and the, from the country that I ran off, ran away from, I guess, <laughs> if I, you want to put it that way. But unfortunately, I am seeing those things um, here in America. And uh, it, I guess uh, the, the farther I go, uh, it just keeps chasing me around. I, <laughs> and yeah. it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, right now we say it and, you know, it, it, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's not. And I, it worries me a lot um, because, uh, you know, when when you are from another country and then you, you, you really look up to the U.S. as a fantastic country where uh, you have all these wonderful liberties and uh, uh, now that, that you see that those liberties are like slowly being taken away. Way. Um, and uh, I am not going to allow that. And I've I've told you, and I've told uh, other patriots out there uh, that I will fight with you. I, I will I will stand my ground for this country as best as I can. And uh, just the, the same thing that I said when um, when I received my U.S. citizenship, that I will fight for uh, with my life to protect uh, uh, the United States of America. And uh, that's what I stand for. That's what I stand for. And it just uh, worries me. And, you know, I do have my children here and I don't want them to um, to live in captivity. Uh, it's uh, it's outrageous what is going on right now, and unfortunately, uh, many uh, many Americans that were born and raised here, uh, they embraced uh, something that's super wrong. And uh, um, it, it, you know, speaking about losing our liberties, it just it drives me super insane that 
um, people do not really realize what it, exactly is going on. And uh, it, it, it's uh, taking somebody else that wasn't born here to tell them, hey, realize that this is not the right way to go. Yeah. So, so Tina, you, you, um, in, in, in all this time that we've known each other, uh, uh, you have, and that I've known you too, um, you have fought so much. And I've seen you and, and your daughter, Olivia, uh, in your uh, Facebook lives and uh, your posts and things like and all the activities. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a busy guy. So, you know, there are times that I'm not able to attend certain things. But at least with this podcast, I am uh, raising my voice and uh, um, letting everybody know that uh, conservatism is the right way to go here. Um, a conservatism of uh, the Constitution, uh, reading the Constitution again, and uh, really uh, put your put your mindset into what uh, our forefathers intended this country to be. So, Tina, um, talk to us a, a little bit more. Let, let's go on and talk, uh, talk about a, a freedom of speech. Um, uh, Nacho, can I say something about what you just said? Yes, go ahead. So um, first of all, it just warms my heart to hear you say what you're saying. And it's very sad that um, we in America who have so many freedoms and, and so much uh, opportunity that we have allowed ourselves to be deceived by by platitudes and political correctness to the point where we're willing to give up our liberties for those ideas that are nothing more than idealist idealism. I mean, it's, yeah. it, they're not, they're not real. And, and I can understand why that's happened. Um, we haven't learned the lessons of history and that speaks to our educational system. But, but I will say this, that I so appreciate the fact to hear you say what you're saying. Um, and I hope there's so many more of you out there. And frankly, I believe that, um, that, that there are people outside the United States who do look and know what America is about and what America is supposed to mean. And, and who really are coming to help reawaken America to to what needs to happen to regain the freedoms that we've lost. Uh, we, yeah. Uh, and, and I definitely appreciate uh, th those comments, Tina, that definitely also uh, my, my feelings are mutual as well as, as, as far as that is concerned. Um, <clears throat> I came here uh, looking for for real freedoms, uh, freedom of market, freedom of uh, 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 bringing your own business and uh, and a benefit from it, and that's the beauty of it. Um, there are other countries that really like tax you to death, you know, because uh, and, and it's insane that people really fall for that. You know, in Latin America, it is very common that. Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm just going to I'm a candidate and uh, for me to gain votes, I'm going to give you like um uh 2 pounds of beans and I'm going to give you juices and you know, I'm just going to give you a pack of food and there and uh, and uh, 20 bucks. Yeah, they bought your vote. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 that's exactly what happened and, and there's so much video about that. Um and uh, one thing that we need to understand is that Hispanics, they do have a very big heart and, and their heart is very sensitive. So the left is smart, you know, is smart because they they hit them with, you know, with that and, you know, playing videos of, oh, yeah, White Cup, you know, uh, uh, hit this Hispanic guy and things. Oh, and they're going to get mad about that because the Hispanics are very, uh, are, are very attached to, to their culture and everything like that. So uh, there's uh, that's what the, uh, the tactics of, of the left. Um, and it makes me super mad because they take advantage of of those um, tr uh, 
feelings or uh or or, or those traits sorry my english is sometimes kind of like fluctuates a little bit you know here and there but uh, i try to do it as best as uh, as i can um but, but do, do you understand what i'm saying oh yeah it, it's yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, john adams warned us that that in the future uh, when we base our freedoms on largesse, L-A-R-G-E-S-S-E, it's basically the gifts that are promised to you. When we make our when we make our political decisions based on what we get out of it, other than just liberty, then we we will do that to our destruction. So yeah, the promise of of whatever is a very dangerous way to make a decision. We want we want to look to people who are running for political office, who who make their decisions by a standard that's been set up that are based on principles of freedom. So. Right. Yeah. And you're talking about freedom here. Um, and it's something that we do appreciate, you know, um, being here in the United States of America. There is something that concerns me a lot, and it's um, the left has in their hands the power of communication, uh, massive communication, uh, national TV, you know, we're talking about that, uh, the internet, uh, social media, they are in power. They And uh, a lot of people do not realize the position of those in power right now uh, and I mean, it's very alarming. And, uh, you know, think about it. I mean, here in this podcast, we speak with no censor right now. Right. So, because if I say, if I say the word China virus, then, you know, you or, might be censored. Uh, yeah. I'm a, yeah. And, and that is, that is the beginning of socialism and, and communism because dictators, they don't want to, you know, they don't want you to talk bad about them or big governments. They, they don't want to deceive others to be against them. They want to be the kings. They, they want to be in charge. They want to be in control. And that's exactly what is going right. I mean, if you go to China here, you can say, you know, F America or, you know, whatever, or or the president. And you can say that, and you know, you're right. okay. What's the thing that's so yeah we are, we're being censored everywhere um there's there's actually two kinds of cens- censorship that's going on okay big time in the media uh, we have we have first we have political correctness which really kind of led us yeah. to all of this um talk speak or, or you know political speak that is really based in deception but but and it's allowed us to buy into the fact that now people can't say anything that is going to hurt my feelings, going <laughs> to going to offend me. You know, you cannot say anything that's going to offend me or else I'm going to I'm going to do this or whatever. And so so that's one of the ways that um, big tech is really oppressing us right now. And and all they have to do is say, oh, that information is dangerous. We're we're not going to allow you to say that. Whereas, you know, prior to this, we can say we can say anything we want to say, except for we're in a theater. We we are not supposed to yell fire, fire, fire and, you know, make people mm-hmm. think the, the theaters on fire um, or fighting words. We mm-hmm. anyway, I'm going beyond the point, but that's fine. Yeah. Our speech is is unbelievably censored right now and and then on top of that we have the media who's in on the the leftist take and who is not willing to present both sides they're not it's not it's not news anymore it's propaganda because it's only one side and it fits a certain narrative and a certain bias and we are absolutely absolutely not knowing what is real and what is true and what is good right now Right, and what what also makes me super um, super upset is the the fact that people think that those are the only outlets out there uh, for information. Right, and uh, right. One of the things that I had to do. Um, so prior to the um, November election, the twenty twenty election, I was watching Fox News a lot, and um, and I was watching Fox News the night when they when they called Arizona for Biden 
way before the election was over. And then, and then I just saw them and begin to call all these other states that were swing states. Um, I just saw all kinds of crazy things going on. And I saw them not drawing any conclusions of like, wait, what's, there's a problem here. And and instead I began to understand that I could not trust Fox news anymore. And so I began to look for other alternatives and and I have found a lot of other alternatives out there and people do need to awaken that if they want real information. And and it's, it's another reason that I have, I I mean, I don't know you're, your listeners probably have no idea that I am in the midst of, of planning, carrying on, putting together a very huge event that's going to be held in Salt Lake City on October mm-hmm. 22nd and 23rd at the Salt Palace. And the the reason for um the reason for putting this event together came out of my frustration of seeing so many people not understanding, you know, being deceived by what is out there and not believing what I knew to be accurate and true, just because all of their information was coming from either the communist news network or CNN, (laughs) you know, whichever you prefer to call it, or, you know, ABC, NBC, all of those Uh mainstream media that are just propagandists at this point. And so, and and it's manifest everywhere. You know, you go into the stores and pe- see people masking up. I know exactly who they're listening to. So I, and, and it's concerning because it's, mm-hmm. we have this vaccine that we're being highly recommended to take. And mm-hmm. we have nowhere to get really accurate information as to what exactly is in that. And, and people are not aware of the potential side effects. They're not aware mm-hmm. that it's not approved. It's only a, a sanctioned by emergency. Um, so many problems that are associated with that, that keep people, people from making the decisions that are, that where they're fully informed and it's very dangerous. That is right. That is right. And there's so much of information uh, about this vaccine and, 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 I, and I think I kind of figured the plan out of of the left and okay so number one you know somebody needs to make a lot of money here oh yeah they've made a whole and, lot of money <laughs> oh yeah so in order for them to make money they need to sell something so i'm thinking okay well uh if there's a virus that needs to be <laughs> cured uh well i mean you cannot cure the, the china virus can you i, I don't think you know i I think most of the people can get over it with, um, you know, if they maintain their health, exercise, eat healthy. And if you happen to, mm-hmm. to get it, you know, go get some hydro, hy- some hydro- yeah. Or some ivermectin or mm-hmm. mine. I can never say that one. Right. <laughs> and, you know, you'll be perfectly fine. Um, I don't know if you know who Kate Daly is, but she has a radio show in St. George and she speaks, uh-huh. she has a huge audience. Well, her, her husband, yeah got COVID. Well, Um, I don't even like it to call. I don't like to call it COVID because they've never isolated COVID. You know, nobody knows what COVID mm -hmm. looks like because they've never been able to isolate it. But I do know that the flu is gone. There's no more flu, you know? Yeah. So regardless though, whatever. So she, her husband gets pneumonia. Um, He ends up getting really sick. So he does go in the hospital and they immediately want to put him on a ventilator. And she's like, no way. I, I, you're not going to put him on a ventilator. And she then proceeds. So because she has this radio show, she, she has, she's speaking to all these doctors that are out there giving real factual information and, and who are super knowledgeable about vaccines and everything. And so she knows exactly what to do because she's been talking to these doctors. So at the hospital, she begins to tell these doctors, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do this. 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 And they resisted her, but she absolutely insisted. And they did exactly what she said. He walked out of there in three days. They, wow. told, they told her he'll be here seven to 10 days. And that's with the ventilator. He did not get a ventilator. He got high mega doses of vitamin C. He got hydroxychloroquine. Um, he got zinc. And in three days, he walked out of there. Wow, and, and they were amazed. So this is the next thing that happened. So she goes to a radio show and she begins to tell people about her experience. Well, Fox News bans her for life. 
Oh my goodness. She was a, she, she had, she was a Fox affiliate and Fox news said, Oh, sorry, you're gone forever. And she has a huge show. Now it didn't wow. hurt her viewership. Um, I don't quite understand how that works, but um, it, what does that say? I mean, that's censorship to the highest degree. And that's exactly what is happening. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. I really would love to have her uh, have her in this show. Uh, so our, our uh, listeners can definitely get to know who she is if they have not uh, heard about her. I really would love to, to see that. But it, it is amazing to me that Fox News, being a conservative media outlet for so many years, yeah. it just uh, it, it just gives uh, themselves, uh, you know, to the left. Yeah. Uh, in, well, I, and it's especially deceptive because they present themselves as being on the right but really they're following a left agenda. So, you yeah. know, they use the talk speak that sounds right with subtle messages intertwined that just confuse people. And, and people don't know what to think. Like people are genuinely afraid and, and they're, I don't like to live my life in fear at all. I like to just mm -hmm. inform myself so I can make good choices and have faith in my God and, of and live my life. But um, I, when, whenever I engage in a conversation with someone who I can tell is coming from a fearful standpoint, it's like they do not want to have their fear. You know, they don't want to. They don't want to be informed. They want to stay in their fearful, fearful <laughs> place, and and that's a real. So that's a real problem. So what I decided to do is to put together uh -huh. this event. And um, what we're going to be combating is the, uh, the loss of religious liberty. Everybody needs to understand yes. how, how serious that is. We're going to be talking about big tech censorship, the intense media bias and fraud, medical tyranny, human trafficking, Hollywood corruption, mm -hmm. critical race theory and election and election fraud. It's going to be an absolutely amazing event. I have already about 35 speakers. Wow. Um, we normally an event like a two day event like this would cost hundreds of dollars. We've made our ticket prices very affordable, $129. And that includes a boxed lunch for each day. Ooh. And um, some of our speakers are general Mike Flynn, Vicki O'Brien. She's from Hollywood. Dr. Peter McCullough, Senator Sonny Borelli, Wendy Rogers, Bishop Leo Benjamin, um, Kate Daly, CL Bryant, Dr. Simone Gold, and I could just go on and on. It's going to be oh, wow. a tremendous show. And you can get your, you can get information about tickets on wecanact.net. Wecanact.net. And if you go there, you can um, find additional information and purchase a ticket. And believe me, you, you want your audience to be there because they need to be fully informed. Excellent. Excellent. So we can act that net. Don't forget about going to this website. We can act that net uh, here in the, in the fantastic state of Utah. Uh, we will have a great uh, array of speakers that are going to be so wonderful. Fantastic, fantastic information. Uh, please do not miss it. When we come back, we'll keep uh, talking about this uh, uh, freedom of speech uh, uh, subject. It is, is very concerning to all of us. And remember, you are listening to The Nacho Show at the Fed by Ravens Media and Solidify web we will be right back Radio News with Lance Pry. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat from California, announced Wednesday that the House will not take up the Senate-passed bipartisan infrastructure package this month, rejecting calls from moderates in her caucus who are demanding a quick vote. Pelosi has hinted the House will not turn the $1 trillion infrastructure package until the Senate passes a much larger $3.5 trillion social spending package. As many Americans wonder what happened to the price of gas, new inflation numbers released on Wednesday showed the cost of gas is up nearly 42% from July of 2020. The Biden administration's plan to curb prices on gas is an open letter to OPEC nations asking them to produce more oil. 
Redistricting season is underway with the release of detailed population data from the U.S. Census Bureau that will be used to redraw voting districts nationwide. Texas, Florida, Georgia, and North Carolina will likely gain seats. USA Radio News. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee, so you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited-time offer. you got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Democrats are attempting to take election procedures away from the states. Tim Berg reports. Immediately after the Senate passed a $3.5 trillion budget resolution vote via party line, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer attempted to pass the voting rights package via unanimous consent. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz blocked Schumer's attempt. Reserving the right to object, this bill would constitute a federal government takeover of elections. It would constitute a massive power grab by Democrats. It would disenfranchise millions of Americans. And it would do precisely the opposite of its nominal title for the people. It it is instead for the politicians because it entrenches politicians and ensures that the people cannot vote them out of office. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hello and welcome back to the Nacho Show. Uh, this is Ignacio Valdez. Uh, and this uh, uh, show is bring, b- brought to you by Fed Ravens Media and the Trump Potato. Uh, also, this uh, show is sponsored by Solidify Web. Let's build a website for you today. And I have uh, today in my show uh, an awesome friend of mine. Her name is Tina Horloker, a uh, fantastic uh, um, uh, political organizer and a fantastic, fantastic mom, too. Ten children. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I have ten children. I do. <laughs> <That> <laughs> They're all amazing. Awesome. I can I I barely can handle three. <laughs> you know, you just take them one at a time, just one, one at a time. time, and you just kind of adapt. And anyway, I, that's another show. <laughs> yeah, that will be yeah a, a talk for for another show. Thank, <laughs> thanks so much for being here. So, freedom of speech, uh, a very basic liberty that we have as Americans. Um, I was born and raised in Mexico. Sure. You know, technically I'm still a Mexican, but I, I want to let you know, Tina, I have adopted this culture, the American culture. I have adopted it as mine and I have adopted the English language, the English language as mine. Yes. I I have an accent and, 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 and and that's okay. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, you're so kind. But but yeah, I, I mean, I I just love it here. I I, I have been back, you know, to uh, Monterrey, Mexico. By the way, go Rayados. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, I always have to shout out that. <laughs> uh, but uh, seriously, I, I I mean, I'm not being mean or anything like that. But I, I can't handle being there for more than three days or or five. And then I just want to come back, you know, and, and, uh, it, and, and I'm sorry. I mean, that, that's me, you know, some people are different, you know, they, they come here, they stay here for a week and they're like, you know what, you know, it, it, it's not something for me, but, but for me, for me, it's, it's something that I appreciate. I just, I learned to love this country so much that I really am 
going to be buried here. And that is my wish and my desire. And I have that written down on a piece of paper and it's notarized. Boom, and yeah, so that's what be, <laughs> that's what's going to be. So, too. and I, and are, are you a citizen yet? I am a citizen. Yeah. I okay. became a U.S. citizen back in 2009. That's a long um, time citizen. Yeah. November 4th. I will never forget. And uh, I do have, I usually post a pictures of, of myself with my citizenship on Facebook. Um, and it, it was a, such a fantastic day for me. Um, it, I don't know. It felt like I, I was reborn. You know, I, I, I felt like I was, I was baptized. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. That, that's how I feel. And I think, well, I will have to open up my, my safe because I do have my citizenship, my citizenship certificate um, in there. Uh, and I really want to show it to you. It, it I'd looks, love to see it. <laughs> it, it. It looks like a, like a, like a, a million dollar bill or <laughs> I don't know. It, it's very special because being a citizen of the United States is a very special thing. And with it come rights. And one of those rights certainly is freedom of speech. And we as Americans, we cannot truly enjoy those rights unless we're willing to defend those rights. And we can't defend those rights unless we understand those rights. So it's important for us to really understand what it means. And so then we can know how to use that right and how to, to keep anyone else from keeping us from um, exercising that right. Correct. And, and just protecting that freedom. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole first amendment is absolutely, you know, freedom of religion, speech, and press and the right to petition and the right to assemble. And all of those all come in all Intel, you know, your ability to speak freely. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, we've been, to, we, we were just talking about that and, and how we are being censored in America today. And we censor. So we, I, I started to talk about how there are two kinds of censorships going on. One is the media, the social media, all of those kind of things. But there's another one going on. And I kind of call it um, sophisticated decadence, because basically what it is, is we are censoring each other. Yeah. We're censoring how we feel, what we believe in, because we're afraid of offending someone else. And and we also are coming from a standpoint of I'm you know, I'm going to be offended. You say the wrong thing. I'm offended when rather we should open our ears and we should consider what other people have to say. We should not be we should not be afraid of other people's feelings, beliefs or opinions. Exactly. Uh, and 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 likewise, we should not be afraid to share those kind of things. But, you know, I go to church quite frequently and uh, mm -hmm. I and I know for myself, I don't feel like I can speak freely because because I know, you know, people will be offended. And, yeah. um, you know, if they and my my what I would say would be your freedoms under attack. You're losing your freedoms. That would be offensive to them because they yeah. they don't believe that. And so, so in that way, we are also being censored. We're we're just uh -huh. afraid to speak. I, I agree with one hundred percent with that. Um, this question that I'm about to ask um, Tina, uh, it, it's going to be a little bit off topic. Um, you and I, and, and our producer Brian also uh, belongs to the same faith. Um, <clears throat> in in your in your own in your own feelings and um, and in your own mindset uh, that you that you have, mm -hmm. do you would you agree that all of those within the same faith should have the same mindset about liberty? Well, um, I think that um, people are certainly free to think, you know, however they want to think. Uh -huh. But 
how we, you know, there's, there's a difference between an opinion and, and knowledge and wisdom, you know, you Mm -hmm. you gain knowledge, you gain wisdom by acting on the knowledge and your knowledge should be informed by real principles. Right. And so, so many of us don't understand the principles of liberty, the principles Mm -hmm. of freedom. And so it, you know, there's, there's no way, there's no way that you can, in my book, you know, I could uh-huh. never belong to, I'm, I'm a Republican right? and I, I, I adhere to the platform of the Republican party. I believe the Republican party right now has a lot of corruption in it. Correct. Um, but I do believe in the platform of the Republican of the Republican party. If you read that, that it's, mm-hmm. has, it's enshrined with principles of Liberty. Right now, the, the democratic platform, the, the democratic party likewise has likewise has a platform and mm-hmm. in their platform are ideas that are not based on the principles of Liberty and like abortion is okay. You know, mm-hmm. how can abortion be okay when life matters. You know, there's a purpose to life and how can anyone deny that uh, a a fetus in a mother Uh is not a living, breathing, soon to be walking human being? Correct. You know, I, I don't, I can't in any way in my mind make any sense of how someone could belong to a party who espouses something like that. Um, and so to me, I, I just believe that those people are just misinformed. They don't understand. I'll tell you this. When I was going, I was, uh, going to Utah state and I was earning my bachelor's and I was in political science and journalism. I got uh-huh. a double bachelor and I was in a political science class where the teacher convinced me that abortion was right. I believed that abortion was a true principle because, because it was enshrined in freedom of choice. And I thought, well, yeah, agency. And the weirdest thing happened in, I got in the mail, um, this envelope and it was just Mm -hmm. what I would have classified probably as junk mail, but I opened it up and, and it was from some, um, right to life organization. I didn't know that when I opened it up, but I opened it up and inside the picture, was the it was a picture of a mother's belly mm-hmm. and it, an operation was being performed on on the baby inside and the hand of the infant inside her stomach mm-hmm. was sticking out and the hand was wrapped around the finger of the uh, physician who oh. was doing whatever procedure was being done mm-hmm. and i looked at that and i just broke down into tears And I thought, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that I for one second believed that abortion was okay." And so I was deceived for a minute. But luckily, God was totally aware of what was going on in my life. And he sent that letter, that letter to my mailbox. And I was righted. And so um, so we have to be serious about understanding principles and, and learning and, and gaining knowledge. And I was just this morning, I was having our morning devotional with my children and um, we were discussing some scriptures that, that specify what God expects us to learn. And, And he says, I want you to learn these things so you can be prepared for the mission with, with which I'm going to call you and uh-huh. he specifies those things. And, and so, and we, we, we were talking about that. The more knowledge we have, the more able we are to be tools for God, to be able to do whatever work he has to do for us. So, so I, I've kind of gone off and answering your whole question, but I just believe mm-hmm. that I believe in true principles. Agreed. I believe that when we know true principles, we can make better choices. Okay, just to <clears throat> to refine refine my question and uh, um, the answer that I'm that I'm kind of like looking for here. Um, we know we both are Republicans, and uh, you and I uh, are people of faith, um, and we, we do believe in this uh, and the Constitution, and uh, we do believe in the uh, in the liberties of freedom of speech. 
what about those that are and, and, and this is this is true about what I'm going to say what about those that are in leadership positions within the faith and uh, and lean to the left or they uh, uh, they support uh and, and, and this is the keyword right there they support the groups that are not in tune with our faith and you and i know we we go to a very sacred place and we hold something that allows us to go in there and there is a question that talks about that and also that question think about this and it, that question has been changed from what it used to be before, because I used to issue those um, before in the past. So what about those in leadership that support, think about this, leadership. If you are a bishop or a stake president, you know, speaking about the LDS faith, supporting BLM, supporting uh, the feminists with the rainbow flag and, and, and things like that, what about those people? Uh, what do you think about that? You know, it was so interesting. I was, I mean, if you really want to talk religion, um, I was, um, you know, I, I feel like I was in church on last Sunday and um, the teacher was talking about I actually don't even know what the topic of her lesson was, um, but I, I believe she was talking about the use of agency, but she got off on the idea of judge judging and basically began to give a lesson of um, we're not supposed to judge, judge. We just love, we just love everybody. We don't judge anybody. And the whole room was engaged in the same kind of speech. And I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, how do I bring this back? (laughs) (laughs) And I opened up my scriptures to Matthew 7, 1 through 5, where it says, judge righteous judgment. And I'm sitting there thinking, how do I say this without offending anybody? Because they were so, (laughs) they were so like, we're just going to love everybody and it's going to make the world right. And, and all of a sudden this thought came to my mind where the previous week I had been in another ward church and a man had gotten up to bear his testimony. And immediately when this man got up to bear his testimony, I began to have these feelings. I mean, I'm in a different ward. I don't even know this person. Uh And I began to have these feelings of like, like I didn't was not comfortable with this person. And I, in my Uh head, I'm going, Tina, stop judging. You don't Hmm. know this guy. Stop judging. And, um, and he continues to talk Well, he's, he reveals himself as an ER doc. And then he begins to really give the agenda of why he's standing up on that. And really, which was to admonish everybody to get the vaccine saying that this is what the prophet is said and the prophet never said that and and everybody needs to get the vaccine and and so i immediately knew why i was having those feelings right i knew why god was giving me those feelings because he was helping me to discern to judge righteously that this is not someone i'm going to listen to right Mm -hmm. so he does not say to not judge he says judge righteous judgment and it and there's another scripture that i know where it says i give it to you um uh, let's see I given you the way to judge that you may know good from evil. Well, if, if we, how are we supposed to know good from evil if we can't judge, you know? So, uh-huh. so I, I realize I'm not quite answering your question, but I, um, we do have to discern and know these things for ourselves. And what the prophet did say was know for yourself, get on your knees, ask God, and mm-hmm. you get your answer of what is right for you. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what I did. And my answer was stay as far away from that vaccine as you can <laughs> probably stay as you can stay away from and tell everybody, yeah. you know, which is again, why I'm having this event on October 22nd, 23rd in Salt Lake city. Awesome. We can act.net. You want to be there. But so this is the other answer that I have for the rest of your question. I, I'm not quite sure who your audience is. Nacho. So I'm not quite sure who, That's okay. 
who I'm talking to. But I, I will tell you, I know for myself that um, I belong to a church that is the church of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. I believe that this church is, is governed by Jesus Christ and that we make covenants that matter and are mm-hmm. kept. And I believe it to be a true church. And um, regardless of what the leaders say or do, I believe that to be true. And I will be true to those covenants. Mm-hmm. And when I read Dean's, when I read, okay, can I say the scripture? Do you want me to? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah please go ahead. Scripture. Okay, I'll say it. It's in Doctrine and Covenants, um, section 112. Uh, to, through about 28, and I, if I would have known, I would have my scripture with me. But it talks about um, that God, when when Jesus Christ comes, He's going to be going to cleanse the earth, and He is going to start in His church. Now mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but that tells me His church needs to be cleansed. So I now am aware that my testimony needs to be strong, and I certainly need to be a part of the wheat. So when the mm-hmm. tares are cleaned out, that I am still standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that answer your question? That 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 does that does uh, at, at some point. But I'm still I'm still like digging digging a, a little bit deeper on that. But yeah, that, that, like I said, that, that will be another <laughs> another talk for another um, episode. Or whatnot, you know. Maybe we want to speak about religion. Then, then sure, you know. I think that would be that be also, also great. Um, you you touched some some wonderful points here, and I'm I'm a, <clears throat> to the point of bursting down in tears. But I I we we need to have a phone call later on about that. Okay. Uh, but but yeah, and I don't know. It's just concerning to me uh, those that are being uh, deceived by. Uh, and seduced, uh, which is uh, the most yeah. powerful world, uh, word, uh, they're being seduced by leftist ideals, and they stand for those. It just uh, drives me insane, or it, it disappoints me that um, individuals that supposed to um, lead in, in, in the church of God uh, uh, that they have those uh, uh, those leanings, and it, it just uh, very worrisome to me. Um, because well, anyway, so um, I'm not sure. I'll tell you this, and again, I'm going to go back to my to my event because one of the topics that that we are going to be covering it is one of the most serious topic and threat to us as a country and family and church is the loss of religious liberty. Now I will tell you that a lot of people are asleep at the helm. This is what you've just expressed. People are asleep at the helm. They do not do not recognize it and are fully participating in the loss of religious liberty. And elder Bednar, David, David, a Bednar talk about, talked about how important it is for us to protect our religious liberty. We cannot allow government to shut down our churches. And one of the speakers we're going to have at our event is named Archer Pulowski. He's a pastor mm-hmm. from Canada. This mm-hmm. righteous man fought to keep his church open during the whole COVID debacle. And they jailed him. They tried to burn him alive inside his um, home. Wow. They unscrewed the bolts of his car, of the tires to his car. And so that when his wife got in his car and drove away, the um, tires came off the car and she was nearly killed. He's now in exile in the United States. If he goes back to Canada, he will be sent to prison for sure. Um, He is afraid for his life and for the life of his family. And he is going to be at our event. He's going to be telling his story. He's not the only one. I'm going to have um, CL Bryant. He's another pastor. I'm going to have Pastor Greg Locke. I'm going to have Bishop Leon Benjamin. All of these righteous men are coming to Utah and they're going to call the people there basically to repentance. 
They're going to stay. Stop putting up your false gods. Stop putting up the vaccine as a savior. Stop. You know, Jesus Christ is our savior. We look to him to be healed. And um, that's what they're going to say. I am telling you, they are powerful speakers. They are powerful speakers. You do not want to miss hearing them speak. They Mm -hmm. are bold. They are courageous. And they will say the things that you long for your spiritual leaders to say, but they lack the courage. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm in my church because I know it's the church of Jesus Christ. But I know that my church leaders are afraid to speak the truth. Um, so I, I would I would just say with all of the feeling of my heart, I know that this event I'm planning, I know that God is in it. Um, I know it is a place that everyone who is listening to the sound of my voice right now, they should be there. They 100% should be there. The tickets... Do they are low in price so that we can get as many people who feel like they want to be there as low as it can possibly be to get them there. And you will not be disappointed. You will be empowered. You will have ideas that will help you to know how to take back your, your freedom and your Liberty. And, um, you know, the, there's freedom is not Liberty. Um, when we follow Jesus Christ, we have the Liberty freedom is when we have the right to choose good and evil. That's that's great. And remember, everybody, uh, go to the website, WeCanAct.net. Uh, again, WeCanAct.net. Uh, and uh, we really would love for all of you to go to this event. Thank you, Tina. I definitely appreciate you being in this uh, fantastic show with me. Thanks, It was definitely a pleasure. And uh, yeah, we will definitely uh, have you and Olivia again here. Awesome. Look forward to it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, remember, this is the Nacho Show brought to you by Fed Ravens Media and sponsored by SolidifyWeb.com. Let's build the website today. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time.